Hello, welcome to the Enterprise IoT Insights Podcast brought to you by Nokia. I'm your host, Peter Cohen. With me today is Joel Albert, the VP of Networking Services at Industrial Networking Solutions, or INS. Good day, sir. How are you doing? Thanks for having me. Also joining us today is Jim Connor, Nokia's Director of Channel Partners for North America. Good day to you, sir. Hey, good afternoon. Uh, Joel, tell me a little bit more about INS. What is it that you uh, you folks do? Yeah, so INS has been in business since 1998. Uh, we provide uh, networking, wired, uh, wireless, and cybersecurity and services for the uh, ruggedized space. So that would include um, industrials like oil and gas, petrochemical, chemical, food and beverage, water, wastewater, transportation. So really, we provide uh, networking connectivity services for pretty much the, uh, the industrial marketplace. If there's an industrial vertical out there, then INS is probably involved with it one way or the other. Jim, uh, that brings me to you. Tell me more about Nokia's partnership with INS. Yeah, sure. So INS has been part of the Nokia Global Partner Program as a value-added reseller for the last four years. They've been purchasing our Nokia Digital Automation Cloud private wireless solutions, um, selling into the same verticals that Joel's talking about, the oil and gas, chemical, manufacturing, mining, over this period. What's interesting about INS is that they bring a wealth of knowledge and experience in the OT space for these critical industries. Uh, their experience immediately brings credibility to any of the solutions they provide. INS has also developed a unique process for showing customers the coverage and capability that private wireless can bring to these plants. Together, these capabilities enable INS to dramatically reduce the cycle time of sales and get great penetration into these verticals. That brings me to NDAC. Uh, Joel, I'd love it if you could explain to me briefly what, uh, what Nokia DAC is. Sure. The INDEC is, uh, stands for Nokia Digital Automation Cloud. It's a unified platform. Uh, we have a managed services platform that manages the users, devices, SIMs, uh, alerts, and alarming. And that integrates seamlessly with your on-prem uh, uh, technology, what they call the core and the radios. So I can deploy my cellular devices in the field that connect to the Nokia radios. And that can be 4G, it can be 4G upgradable to 5G or 5G. And then that integrates to the core services, which then integrate to a unified uh, a platform. So you manage and control your uh, private wireless system through one pane of glass, uh, and then you deploy the uh, private cellular system in the plant. So it's a really nice, complete, comprehensive solution um, from management to operations to um, to the technology needed is in a one single platform. It's really nice. Digital transformation is on everybody's lips and everybody's keyboards these days. How does NDAC help with that? Right. Well, private cellular is quite the paradigm shift compared to Wi-Fi. So really what we're seeing is our customers with big campuses. Uh, if you take a refinery, chemical plant, LNG plant, a quarry, a cement plant. Uh, these are all applications that we've delivered here at, at uh, INS. So private sailor is going to give you better coverage. It's going to work better in a metal environment. It's going to have many, many, many more connected uh, devices to it. And the security is fantastic because the SIM cards that you own, that you hand out, actually the only thing that can connect to your network. 
So it really touches all the bullet points on what you need for digital transformation. To me, digital uh, tr uh, a transformation really means edge compute, mobility and connectivity and security. It means all those things together. So NDAC allows you to be more mobile. You can connect in devices such as PLCs, IP video, sensors, mobile devices, uh, HoloLens, you name it. <laughs> All the things that you need in for edge compute capabilities in the field. And so we're really seeing our customers open their eyes to this, right? When they, when they see what you can do as far as uh, the coverage and the capability that this gives you, and you're not beholden to, I mean, literally one of our customers, hundreds of access points, and you go from hundreds of Wi-Fi down to like three or four, it really changes the way you look at your digital uh, transformation model. All right, let's get down to brass tacks. Uh, you, you've mentioned some really interesting um, customer environments for deploying this uh, th this stuff. Can you give me some insight there? Do you uh, have any specific use cases or success stories you'd like to talk about? Yeah, you bet. Like I like I said, uh, we've done uh, uh, refineries, uh, uh, LNG terminals, uh, you know, uh, quarries, cement plants, uh, ports, and others. But a really good case study is rock quarries. Rock quarries is such a dynamic environment where the pit always grows, the pit changes, uh, your rock piles change. In here, you have uh, vehicles running around everywhere. You have huge front end loaders everywhere. Uh, it's a very large area. It's very uh, dynamic. That needs uh, wireless connectivity in a real bad way, from geo tracking on your trucks to business connectivity on your trucks and your front end loaders, to automation systems, to IP cameras. So uh, we had actually done wire uh, Wi-Fi at another quarry uh, for one uh, customer, and it worked okay. You know, when they kind of came within range of the access point, it worked. But when they went from one AP to another, it had a difficult time changing. And we really had problems trunking the business networks and the OT networks and the IP video networks across the entire quarry. Well, here comes private wireless. And so in one quarry case, one radio covered the entire quarry. And so now you can have, like I said, your IP cameras, your mobile loaders, uh, the SCADA systems, PLC systems, IP video, all that, all that stuff can tie in to a single network. And for another huge quarry, two radios covered the entire quarry. Um, so really, it's a complete change in the way people look at wireless uh, connectivity in a uh, uh, in the rock quarry area. And I would recommend anybody that does any mining take a serious look at private wireless. Another real good example is uh, plant uh, expansions. So one of the plants that we did, uh, we run uh, we run private wireless for their operations. So they're looking at their SCADA screens, asset management, their business systems in a big uh, petrochemical environment. But now they're adding on to the plant. It's a huge expansion and they're gonna have a 250 contractors on site running around. So we're talking about the check-in, the check-out, the quality, the, the geo-tracking of, uh, of the golf carts, the geo-fencing, uh, push to talk, all those things that you need for 250 contractors, not to mention all the employees or associates within that company as well, there's no wire connectivity out there at all, right? In the building of this plant. So now all of a sudden they can add to the private wireless system with one other radio, 
one radio, <laughs> which is crazy. We would be talking dozens of radios with Wi-Fi. So one radio is allowing them to have all this connectivity. Um, and it does it within a very, very secure environment. So quite literally the SIM card that allows you to get onto the network, you hand it out. These systems are done um, you know, in completely independent of any wireless carrier. This is your own cellular network. And so it allows you to have better connectivity, mobility, and the security is better as we talked about, and it works way better in a mobile environment. So as you are building these frames and these structures and these process vessels and automation systems and motor control centers, one single private wireless network has coverage for all that. So you can see that it's just a complete paradigm shift to traditionally what they could do as far as connectivity to previous Wi-Fi systems. Uh, you, since you mentioned it a couple of times, Joel, I'm curious, what's SCADA? I'm sorry, it's a, that's an acronym for Supervisory Control and Data Acquisition System. <laughs> so that's a uh, industrial uh, visual, uh, visualization tools. So how you run your plant, be the uh, the uh, human machine interfaces. Uh, you push the button to start, the alarming, the temperatures, the trending. So when you see the big dashboards and plants and all the graphics and, and the controls and the status, that generally is a rough uh, SCADA system. So SCADA can mean a lot of things, but generally it's the operation management, visibility and alarming of the operations of your plant. So you sold me on private networks as a more scalable solution than, than Wi-Fi because you can use so many fewer radios. What are some of the other benefits of going with private networks as opposed to going to Wi-Fi? There's four main areas, security, mobility, the number of connected devices, and it works way better in a high metal environment. And that's really what blows me away is I've been doing a ton of wireless my entire career. The, the fact that you can be at a plant and you're trying to get your PC to connect to a Wi-Fi access point that's 100 feet away and it barely works. But on your cell phone, I can connect to ESPN or Facebook or whatever, <laughs> it's working fine. Uh, cellular allows much better performance in high metal environments. And that's why your big manufacturers are looking at this so closely. So the number of radios is reduced. So the cost is way down. Maintainability is way down. The security is fantastic because it's in the 3.5 to 3.7 gigahertz range. And you hand the SIM card out to it and you define what devices will get on your uh, uh, network. And then we can have hundreds of connected devices to a single radio, okay? So it's better quality, more secure, better uh, in, a, in a metal environment, more mobile. I can go on and on, but private wireless for an industrial space just blows away Wi-Fi. So tell me about uh, INS's decision to partner with Nokia. What drove that decision? Uh, really good question. So we started evaluating this heavy probably around the 2018, 2019 uh, timeframe. And we really didn't know what we're doing, but we we knew the technology. We knew that this was going to work, especially with our, our customer base. And we have so many Wi-Fi problems. Customers come to us all the time needing wireless connectivity. And we're going with traditional Wi-Fi or bridging or what, what have you. Um, and so we had contacted a manufacturer, a vendor that sold uh, private wireless radios, private LTE radios. And then we talked to, we contacted a managed services platform that managed these wireless networks, private wireless networks. 
uh, as we set it up in our lab, we could not get the radio to integrate with the platform, <laughs> the managed services platform. The managed services platform said, well, we don't know, talk to the radio manufacturer. Radio manufacturer says, I don't know, we do this all the time. Talk to the managed services platform. At that point, we knew that we needed a single partner that uh, had the managed services and the, uh, the radios and the infrastructure. Nokia has a great track record. Nokia had the complete comprehensive solution. Um, on top of that, they have options for 4G, for 4G upgradable to 5G and 5G with a ton of antenna options. And for our customers, uh, reliability and redundancy is a real big deal. Nokia doing all the deployments on the traditional carrier networks, their reliability, they're well known to be super high quality. They already have that covered. But the redundancy, the geo-redundancy capabilities with the hardware, they had that also. So Nokia was kind of a comprehensive package. And their channel team, Jim here and others, have done a fantastic job of kind of taking INS under their uh, umbrella and actually teaching us how to deploy cellular networks. Uh, which uh, we didn't know how to do, right? And so they got us trained and uh, taught us how to do it and work with us closely uh, pretty much every day. So it was a pretty easy choice for us. Sounds like a pretty healthy partnership that's already yielded some really effective results for your customers. Uh, Jim, let me turn to you. Uh, tell me about Nokia's future opportunities with INS. Yeah, sure. So uh, here at Nokia, we're looking forward to build upon our joint success and grow the great partnership with industrial networking solutions. Uh, some of the future opportunities to grow the business include expansion into other verticals and leveraging Nokia's IoT protocols and devices in the INS designs. Um, we're also looking to use our routing and switching portfolio to help bring ruggedized networks to their end customers. Well, that brings us to the end of today's Enterprise IoT podcast. Thank you both for your time today. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you.